Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on DC Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan. So Dan Snyder, his reign here in Washington, D.C. seems like it's coming to a close. And hopefully the final game of him being in charge was that victory over the Dallas Cowboys. Dan Snyder has been the most hated owner in the DMV area and is considered one of the worst owners in all uh, professional sports. He has been investigated multiple times over the last few years, and many of those investigations are ongoing. The first rounds of bids for the team were submitted before Christmas last year, and the Snyders reportedly received multiple bids for more than $7 billion. And Dan Snyder, everyone knows, is one of the worst owners in all of sports. Just destroyed the franchise that we all grew up loving. The Hogs just ruined it, ruined FedEx Field. But I thought originally anybody that came in here would be a better owner. But what I've seen across the pond with my favorite soccer club, Chelsea Football Club, tells me Todd Bowley is actually worse than Dan Snyder. Or just as bad. Scott Abraham reported yesterday, get to know the name Todd Bowley. Sources have told me Bowley is making a very strong push to buy the Commanders. This is his hometown team. Bowley was raised in Bethesda, attended Landon School. He's the co-owner of the Dodgers, the L.A. Sparks, and Chelsea FC. And so here's my response to that report. No! God, no! 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 Anybody, anybody who saw that report and said, Oh, he's he's from Bethesda. Needs to go read up on what's going on with Chelsea since he has taken over of ownership. He has completely ruined my favorite soccer club. He fired the staff that had been there at the club for 25 years. Fired the sporting director, basically firing the GM in football and replacing him with someone nowhere near the same experience. He fired the training staff that had been there for 20 plus years. Replaced them with cheaper options. He fired a Champions League winning coach. Constantly asking for Ronaldo. What's Ronaldo? He's an over-the-hill striker. Imagine how many quarterbacks he would have run through Washington. He'd be on the phone trying to get Tom Brady here. He'd be trying to get uh, Drew Brees to come out of retirement. Andrew Luck. He's a guy that likes people that used to be good. Constantly asking for Ronaldo. But here's the most single frustrating thing about Todd Bowley. It's this boisterous confidence. Clueless confidence. Listen to this. And this has been widely reported. Todd Bowley was talking with former Chelsea coach Thomas Tuchel. One of the most successful soccer coaches in recent history. These two should not be having conversations about tactics, right? They should not be having conversations about strategy. Dan Snyder didn't have those conversations with Ron Rivera, or if he did, that's part of why he was a terrible owner. 
That, but here's the thing with Todd Bowling. It's just so rude to think that you deserve to have a conversation with a, a Hall of Fame coach about strategy and tactics just because you're the owner. No, that's too cocky that you think you deserve to even be in the room with a brilliant soccer mind and for him to respect your opinion. Todd Bowley has this brash confidence to think he could boss Thomas Tuchel around on how the game put, could be played. Soccer, as most people should know, is an 11-man sport. Ten out-and-out players plus a goalkeeper. This is what Todd Bowley told Thomas Tuchel, and this was reported when he bought the team. He just purchased for billions of dollars. He wanted to play an attacking brand of soccer with a formation 4-4-3. With a formation, 4-4-3. Four, four, Soccer's played with 11 men. Oh, okay. 4 plus 4 plus 3 equals 11. Yeah, but then you have no goalkeeper, you dumb dumb. He suggested they attack with 11 forwards and no goalie. No goalie. That's like coming into Washington and saying, all right, here's a formation. I got an idea. Hey, Ron, let's play two quarterbacks. Let's play two quarterbacks. Yeah, let's have one less offensive lineman and start two quarterbacks. You idiot. It's embarrassing. It's been widely reported. I suggest everybody read about it. If it actually heats up that Todd Bowley is going to take over for for Dan Snyder, it could actually be worse. You know, a lot of people, my dad told me, you couldn't get any worse than Jack Kent Cook, the type of person he was. It actually did get worse with Dan Snyder. Don't let us go through this again. Don't let us go through this again. Anybody but Todd Bowley. I hate to say this, but I truly believe he is the one billionaire that would be worse than Dan Snyder. He went to the coach and said, play a 4-4-3. Not a 4-3-3. Not a 4-4-2. 11 men and no goalie. Gosh. <laughs> and my favorite soccer club has gone from top three in the Premier League to behind Brentford and Fulham. And I know that doesn't mean much to most of you listeners, but that's like the commanders being behind the Jags and the Browns year after year after year. That's what we're looking at. That's what we're looking at. If you let him take over. Oh, my goodness. I didn't think it could get worse. I didn't think it could possibly get worse than Dan Snyder. Please don't let this guy come in here. Please don't let him come to town. He's just going to ruin it. He's going to ruin another franchise that I love. Phone lines are open, 1-800-636-1067, 1-800-636-1067. You're listening to AWOD Radio on The Fan. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Let's play off AWOD here on DC Sports Radio 1067, The Fan. Phone lines are open, 1-800-636-1067, 1-800-636-1067. We've got Chase Hughes coming up next, talking Wizards here on the fan. I like to make this as interactive as possible. You can always get in touch with me throughout the show on social media at AWOD Radio. Thanks to Bill, Ben, Terry, and Eddie hitting me up on social media, letting me know that they are tuning in. I appreciate that. Phone lines are open. 1-800-636-1067. We've been talking commanders throughout the show. Let's go back to the phone lines here. Michael in D.C. Michael, you're on the fan with Adam Epstein. What's up, buddy? Thanks for calling. Hey, man. Good. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing good. What'd you call about today? I'm going to say bad news for ownership because there's only two things that are going to happen. They're going to have highly successful winning billionaires are going to be using the sale of the team to boost their own likeness, i.e. Jeff Bezos, Jay-Z, et cetera. 
But we all know because we're Redskins fans, we're Commanders fans, that only the idiots pay more. And they're <laughs> going to take the biggest deal, and only the owners are going to get the team, and they're going to have to pay so much for it. And unfortunately, the way the team is set up, the history of it, it doesn't matter if we win two games or we win 12 games, which we don't know has ever happened in a million years, that the team is still going to be an absolute cash cow. Now, I don't think us being a good team or not is going to have anything to do with like the, the cost of the, the how much the team gets bought for. But I will say, I think the best thing that the team could do right now is put Sam Howell quarterback, have Taylor Heineke be his backup, whatever it's got to be, and start t- trading players and trading assets. I think we should trade someone like jo- uh, Jonathan Allen and give give the money to somebody like Deron Payne who's reliable and, and try to get him on a five, maybe a six-year deal and start flipping these players out now and build up as much capital as we can because we have so many needs. We're not a quarterback away. We're, we're a quarterback, three linemen, two tight ends, two tight ends and a, a kicker, like – away from even being relevant. And I just think it's a really sad place for us to be in. And I think the gentleman that you, you were speaking of is the type of owner that we're going to get. And in another in another aspect of it is, if we make the playoffs and, and we get hot during the playoffs, it's not going to really matter who the owner is. I think he got cut off there. I, I was enjoying that, going on a bit of a rant there, Caitlin. Maybe you can see if uh, if we can get Michael back on hold there. Uh, I did see a report uh, uh, that the commanders are already showing interest in a trade for Derek Carr. I'm completely against that. I would have been all on board for that last off season, uh, but Derek Carr was bad this season, just terrible uh, with the Raiders. And maybe you could blame Josh McDaniels for that, but also you got to look at Derek Carr and see, man, this guy's going to make $40 million. He eats up your entire cap if he ends up coming to Washington. I think you've got to go with Sam Howell next year. And, you know, if he fails, you're in line to get Caleb Williams or you're in line to draft, uh, trade up and draft somebody else out of college. I think you have to keep swinging with these young quarterbacks rather than having a veteran come in here. You know, we've been there, done that from Ryan Fitzpatrick to Alex Smith to now Carson Wentz, and I could go back further uh, in time as well uh, with veterans coming in here to Washington like Donovan McNabb and just being a all-out disaster. All right, the NFL playoffs begin today, and you have the new playoff overtime rules. I think people forgot about that. Yeah, the new playoff overtime rules will take effect this weekend with the wild card game. So now both teams are assured of getting the ball during any game that goes to overtime. If both teams score touchdowns on their first possession, the game becomes sudden death. If both teams score field goals on their first possessions. The game becomes sudden death. It's NFL Wild Card Weekend. Who you got? 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. I ranked the wild card matchups from most watchable to least watchable, right? Which game is really deserving of your attention and which game can you just kind of mess around on your phone, scroll through TikTok and Instagram, which game is most watching? So number one on the list, it's Monday Night Football. I truly think they saved the best for last. That's Cowboys at the Buccaneers. Why? Well, it's Tom Brady. And I remember last season in the playoffs, 
Tom Brady put on a performance in the fourth quarter in that Bucks rams game, did everything for his team to get back into it, and then Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford connected on a deep ball. The Rams won that game, went on to win the Super Bowl. And this Cowboys team, this Cowboys team, in my opinion, has the roster for playoff football. They were not built for the regular season. They were built for the playoffs. I actually think the Cowboys steal a victory here on the road Monday night football. Second most watchable game. I think it's got to be the Chargers against the Jags. This is a game where I feel like it's going to go back and forth. I think you've heard from experts picking both sides. You have experts saying, oh, yeah, Justin Herbert's going to prove that he's a gunslinger. He's going to throw it all over the place. And then you have experts saying, not without Mike Williams, he's not. He was reported that he's going to miss the game Saturday night. And I saw a stat that is awesome online, and it's why I'm picking the dra- the Jags. Um, Trevor Lawrence in high school, college, or the NFL has never, never lost a game on Saturday. Uh, fact check that if you disagree with me, but I saw it on social media, and you know what they say. Everything you hear online is true, right? No, I'm just kidding. All right, third game, Giants at Vikings. Giants at Vikings. Fourth, Seahawks 49ers. Fifth game, Dolphins at the Bills. I don't think that one's going to be close at all. Skyler Thompson, I expect a few turnovers from him, and the Bills were perfect uh, in their first playoff game last season against the New England Patriots. Josh Allen's going to put on a show. And the last game, least watchable, the Ravens at the Bengals. Once I saw Lamar Jackson was going to be out and how hot the Bengals are playing so spectacular, Joe Burrow, it just he just plays well at the end of the regular season and into the playoffs. He knows when you need to play at your best. And so I think the Bengals win that game by double digits, so not worth watching that one, really. Phone lines are open, 1-800-636-1067, but I got Chase Hughes from NBC Sports Washington coming up next to talk Wizards on the fan. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio. Here on DC Sports Radio 1067, the fan, the Washington Wizards fell to the New York Knicks last night. 112 to 108, four point loss. That came after a victory over the Bulls. And here's the thing with the Wizards is they've been streaky this year. You know, you had a stretch of five wins in a row and then three loses in a row and then three wins in a row and then four losses in a row. And they've been up and down, up and down. And I think the biggest reason for that is they just can't stay healthy. Joining me right now on the BetQL guest hotline is Chase Hughes from NBC Sports Washington. He joins us on the BetQL Guest Hotline as sports betting has come to Maryland. Don't place that first bet without checking with BetQL. BetQL analyzes every game to find you the most profitable betting opportunities. Get three, three free days of BetQL access by downloading the BetQL, BetQL app or visiting BetQL.com. It's Chase Hughes from NBC Sports Washington. What's going on, Chase? Not much, Adam. Good to be on with you. I'm excited for the NFL playoff games this weekend. Absolutely, and I, I know you're all over uh, all of the professional sports leagues on Instagram. You've got some great stats for people uh, to follow. My guy Chase Hughes on Instagram Appreciate as it. well. That's at Chase DC Sports. I'm at AWOD Radio. Uh, so, Chase, Washington is in this terrible position here where Bradley Beal is making $250 million but Kyle Kuzma's our best player, and everybody knows it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, Kyle Kuzma's definitely been their most consistent player, I think, if you just consider the fact that 
He's played almost every game. He's the one guy who hasn't really battled injuries this year. And he gives them 20 points basically every night. And he's pretty good on the defensive end. There's just been so much change around him. I think you could make the case Kristaps Porzingis has been their best player because of his rim protection and because he's also been really good scoring the ball and he's also good at rebounding. But, yeah, the, it's going to be really interesting for the Wizards. You know, they've got 12 games left before the trade deadline. And I think there's a lot to like about their foundation with Bradley Beal, Kristaps Porzingis, and Kyle Kuzma. But we all know it's going to get very expensive this summer because Kyle Kuzma has made it very clear, and it, it was very obvious before he even said it, that he's going to opt out of his deal and probably have his salary double. And Porzingis could opt out of his deal and get a new contract. It's one thing to have those guys on your team and scoring 20 points a game, and you pay for them and you, know, you pay the price to keep them if your team is winning. But right now the Wizards aren't winning, so it might um, you know, force the issue for them at the trade deadline. Yeah, if you look at the standings right now in the NBA's Eastern Conference, they are the 12th seed. And at 12, you're not even in the play-in game. Uh, I mean, 10 teams can make the playoffs. If they began today, Washington would be on the outside moving in. Let's go through some names on this roster. Whether they're buyers or sellers at the trade deadline, who do you think could be shopped from Washington? I'd start with Will Barton. You know, he's out of the rotation entirely right now. Yeah. They gave him a chance the other night. He played eight minutes. He had two bad turnovers. It was just, uh, you know, a, a rare opportunity for him that he was unfortunately not able to take advantage of. And he's a longtime veteran, making about $15 million a year. And it just kind of checks off all the boxes that Davis Breton checked off about a year ago today. And the Wizards traded him. So I think it's just deductive reasoning to think that, He's probably um, at a minimum available and, and maybe pretty clearly on his way out. I think he would interest another team. Uh, you know, that's a lot of expiring money, and he's a longtime veteran that, you know, maybe a team who is looking for a scorer that feels like, you know, maybe a fresh you know, a change of scenery for him would, would benefit his game. They'll take a chance on him. You know, I didn't think that Davis Pertans and Spencer Dinwiddie would get the Wizards' Kristaps Porzingis last year. So maybe they can work some magic with him. Um, so he's number one on that list. I, I would also probably point to Rui Hachimura. He's on an expiring deal. And while he's played pretty well at times this season, and right now he's struggling, um, you know, he's in a situation where if the Wizards want to keep Kyle Kuzma, then there's no way I don't, I don't think that they can also afford Rui Hachimura. So I, I would imagine he'd also interest other teams because he's a young player. He, it seems like he's getting better. And, you know, you'd have him as a restricted free agent if you traded for him. Um, So those are the two guys I I would probably point to right away um, is the most likely to get dealt with Barton being um, far and away atop that list. Yeah, I agree with you on Barton. I mean, he was a bucket getter throughout his career, and he's forgotten how to get buckets here in Washington. Rui Hashimura, it, it's just, it's a shame. It's disappointing. You know, he, it felt like, it, it's truly felt like he's never had a full season, right? Last year, uh, he had the mental health stuff and then was able to come back and join the team, I believe, in January or so. Uh, this season, he had that long stretch of the season where he was out, I believe, with an ankle injury. Uh, against the Bulls the other night, he was 3 of 9 for 10 points. It does feel like he's struggling with that outside shot, and his jump shot has always felt flat, in my opinion. Between the three young guys that we have here that are showing some signs, between Corey Kispert, Denny Avdia, and Rui Hashimura, you know, can you kind of break down those three performances from what you've seen in the first 44 games of this season, and who do you think has the most bright side? 
Well, starting with Rui, when he's been healthy, uh, he's made a pretty big impact. You know, it was just like a week ago that he was giving them 20 points. Uh, he scored 30 points one game off the bench, and we've seen the impact that he can make because the Wizards have struggled as uh, with their bench all year. And when he comes off the bench and scores like that, it changes the momentum of games. But, you know, he just hasn't really added a whole lot to his game other than, you know, being able to score from the mid-range and give you 13 points a night. Um, he's an okay rebounder. He's improved his three-point shot, obviously, but um, it hasn't – it's not like he's developed leaps and bounds. So I think the Wizards will have to determine with him as they approach the trade deadline and the offseason. It's like, okay, what's the ceiling here? How close is he to to reaching it? Because obviously you'd hope that there'd be more upside that he could tap into because he was the ninth overall pick. Um, Denny Avdia, I continue to like a lot just in terms of, you know, what he's shown us so far comparative to his age, because he just turned 22 uh, about a week ago. And, you know, he's shown me a lot defensively, you know, not necessarily the consistency you're hoping for, but, you know, having just turned 22, he might not reach his prime for another three or four years. So I, I think he's someone that's worth holding on to just because of that. Um, you just got to find the right role for him at this moment so that, you know, his weaknesses aren't, um, you know, magnified. He's not a great outside shooter. Um, you know, he kind of struggles offensively, I think, overall. But the, there's, there are flashes of him being a pretty good two-way player, and, and his size and his skill set, I think, makes him continue to be an intriguing prospect. Um, I, I think I like right now, the, you know, the, the future of Kispert the most of the three of them because he's already shown me a consistent NBA skill. He's shooting over 40% from three this year. He's made a three in each of his last 17 games. So the consistency is already there for him, and he just has the best feel for the game, I think, of all their young prospects. He just has a really good understanding of offense, not just his shot, but how to space the floor, when to cut, uh, how to re-space when you know, he cuts and the ball doesn't come to him. He's just a really smart player, and I, I think he's figuring out how to not be a liability on the defensive end. So uh, I like his future. I don't, I don't, I don't know if he's ever going to be a star, but I think he's going to have a long career in the NBA and make quite a bit of money for himself. You're listening to AWOD Radio. I'm Adam Epstein. Got Chase Hughes from NBC Sports Washington with me on the BetQL guest hotline. Let's go around the NBA real quick. And so, look, I want to know, in your opinion, right now from what you've seen, we're about the halfway mark of the season, who's going to represent the Eastern and Western conferences? Uh, Because right now in the West, you have the Nuggets playing some unbelievable basketball. They've won five straight, eight of their last ten. They're number one in the West. And I'm wondering, do you think, is this the year that they could finally break through with Jokic and Bones Highland stepping up, and then they're going to get Michael Porter Jr., and et cetera, et cetera. And they've got so many pieces there, and Jokic is having another MVP season, and yet every year in the playoffs, something gets in their way. And a lot of times it's injuries. Yeah, Denver, um, they just continue to surprise us, right? It's like you write them off a little bit, and then uh, they they prove, that, prove you wrong. I mean, Nikola Jokic continues to play so well. Um, but I think I'd go with the Grizzlies this year. You know, I think if they get healthy at the right time, um, you know, they battled some injuries this year, but right now they've won eight straight games. Um, they've got the number one defense in the league, though, and I, that really stands out to me because in the playoffs, uh, defense is, is really important, and I think it's obviously one of the things that's held the Wizards back. But if you go back like 10 or 11 years, um, the team that has won the title has pretty much invariably had a top 10 defense. I think it's 11 straight years now that the team that's won has had a top 10 defense. And the one outlier uh, was the Warriors in like 2017-18, I think, 
Um, but they had the 11th ranked defense in the league. And then in the playoffs, they had the number one defense. So it's all about defense. And they've got a really good defense. And they've got players that can score. Obviously, John Morant's a special player. So I think the Grizzlies will come out of the West if you had to ask me right now. But, you know, I, I think we need to mention the Pelicans. Um, right now, Zion Williamson is out. They played here the other night. Uh, and Brandon Ingram was also hurt. But they've done just a tremendous job adding talent to that team with second-round picks, with late first-round picks. They've got, I think, one of the smarter front offices in the league. And um, they also play defense, and they can also score. You know, They're a top-10 team on both ends of the floor, and that's usually what you look for if you're thinking about a team that can go deep in the playoffs. Um, in the Eastern Conference, um, I think there's probably a little bit more parity, but um, you know, the, the injuries to the Bucks scare me a little bit, so I, I would go with the Boston Celtics. I think they'll be back in the finals, and you know, maybe this is the year that they win it all with Jason Tatum. Yeah, uh, Tatum's been unbelievable. Great stuff as always, Chase. I appreciate you taking the time to join the show. That's Chase Hughes from NBC Sports Washington. Thanks so much, dude. Absolutely, man. Have a good weekend. Yep, you're listening to AWOD Radio on the fan. We'll go around the NFL and predict the playoffs next. Per CBS Sports' is Jonathan Jones, the Washington Commanders are informing potential offensive coordinators that Sam Howell will be their starting quarterback in 2023. Starting quarterback, QB1, Sam Howell out of UNC. The Commanders are informing potential offensive coordinator candidates that Sam Howell will be their starter next season per CBS Sports' Jonathan Jones. All right, real quick, so we've got NFL Wild Card Weekend here I'm going to go through my picks from most confident to least confident. Least confident is the Vikings. I do think that they get past the Giants, but look, this is a Giants team that played against the Vikings a few weeks ago, barely lost that game. They're a a team with a great running back. They could establish the run, and I think they could sneak away a victory from Kirk because we've seen Kirk throw a bunch of interceptions before, but I do think the Vikings win this game because of Justin Jefferson through a he's played throughout the season. I think the Cowboys get a win. Jags, I'm going with the Jags. Yep, I'm going with the Jags to win this uh, weekend. I got the 49ers to win. I got the Bengals to destroy the Ravens and the Bills over the Dolphins. I appreciate everybody listening to the show today. Thanks for chiming in. If you want to support me during the week, you can download the Odyssey app and check me out in Richmond by searching 910 The Fan on the Odyssey app. You've been listening to AWOD Radio. Thanks to Caitlin for producing the show. See you guys next Saturday, bright and early at 9 a.m. on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.